2: One night in Edmonton, we were out on the town, and there was a guy by the name of Bane Nori. How about that? Bane says, I'd never tell you guys about the night I was out with the Rolling Stones. And I'm like, come on! What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I
3: hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs>
4: exactly. Like. This is the Rod Peterson Show.
2: It sure is. It is. Happy Hump Day Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It's good old sports talk coming to you, as you can see, from the Great Eagle Resorting Casino, the gateway to the foothills in beautiful Alberta, Canada. I'm your affable host and pilot for the next two hours, Rod Peterson. Pleased to welcome our co-pilot, Captain Darren DuPont. How are you doing, Moose, if we can bring him yeah, in? Yeah, doing great. Good casino in the morning. I'm always great. Oh, I know. And I listen before we get into the heavy uh, down and dirty stuff. I was saying to you, this coffee. Mmm. Oh, this nice gal that goes around with a cart every morning. She make it good and strong for you, Mister Peterson. And I'm like, we're getting everything the way we like it. And then we're gonna have to go. Yeah, just in time to leave. We got several <laughs> shows left. Thank gosh. Here at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. I, I don't want to leave. I like them. They like me. They like us. Yeah. It's, it's just so
3: much fun. It's it's home. What did you say? They're going to have pizza and ice cream on the buffet before. By the time, as <laughs> soon as we leave, they'll, put, they'll finally put on the pizza and, and ice cream. Now the buffet is amazing. I love it so
2: much. And, uh, yeah, so obviously we're having a great time. I hope you're having a great time. Apparently we are not on Game Plus television today. We are on YouTube only. So tell your friends. That's where they will find the show today. Our guests include... Calgary Flames radio analyst Peter Labardius, and uh, TSN Edmonton's Ryan Rashog, who I will say this when he's on with us, but I'll say it now as well. He's like the most level-headed of the Edmonton media. That's that's what I get out of Shogger. I've known yeah. him a long time. Uh, who Who's in what hour, Clark? Who's in hour one? Uh, both are in hour two. <laughs> ah, both are in hour two. Outstanding. So it's just you and me, Moose. That's good. Ah, <sighs> gives us time to settle into what we're going to do here today we're going to have day today yeah (laughs) and and the other thing is the there's some cfl things that have come up uh john massey's watching he says morning rod squad cocky oilers fan here i don't think it's just the fans that are cocky let me say this my mind is suitably blown today oh uh, blown As a matter of fact, last night, it was almost too much to grasp. I had to go to bed early. Things were going, as Bob Cole would say, everything is happening. The Predators were clinching. The Oilers were winning. The Flames were coming back and winning in overtime. And the Knights were not necessarily yet getting eliminated. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, whoa. I got to slow things down and figure this all out in the morning which is what I've done, and that's what we will get into here today. But this province is going off its hinges. Flames, waters. I know. And and that's kind of uh, changed things in terms of how I, hey, it's come and go here, just so you know. Come and go. <laughs> if you're reason why our heads are snapping. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, here, It's come and go here on the stage bar at uh, Gray Eagle. So where was I? So yeah, and then this, help <laughs> yourself. We're not just doing a live show here. CFL stuff's come up this morning too and my point before I get into the quick six showhorn stuff and the topics is that After living a half century one province over in the rectangle where let's be honest All there is is the saskatchewan rough riders and that's all there is With apologies to the saskatchewan Rush, and I love them. They're not talking at coffee this morning about the rush. I can tell you that In any small town, they're probably not talking about the Riders right now either, which is another discussion. But for those of us that say, move the season up, move the season up, move the CFL season up, I'm starting to realize why those in NHL markets are like, no, 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 no. We don't want to compete with the Stanley Cup playoffs because just in this province, that's all they're talking about is Flames, Oilers, playoffs. And I can't imagine in Toronto. Right. But the Leafs. Have overshadowed the the argos really aren't visible anyways but i'm i'm just i'm starting to see things from a different
3: perspective out of that green forest if you will yeah and you start to see how big it is in these other markets i mean it's big for for a television perspective you know back in the in the non nhl markets across the country but in these nhl bigger centers i mean it is everything and then you go to somewhere like toronto where they have the population to support it but i mean the raptors even the jays getting started and now the maple Leafs into the playoffs we just swallow that market up just like it would here in, in calgary and edmonton so i get it uh and i i appreciate everybody joining
2: us here for sports talk this morning in the coffee and you're welcome to chime in at any time because we're going to get into these matchups now director jordan can you please hit the quick six show horn please and thank you. There There were a lot of games in the NHL last night. I'm not going to go through them all, but we're going to pick our way through the highlights and then some stuff from the NHL PR department that I got, junior stuff, Raptors, and a lot of, as I said, CFL notes. We got a lot of time here in hour one to get to it, but we'll start off with this. The Vancouver Canucks held on for a 5-2 win over Seattle, but the victory wasn't enough to keep Vancouver's playoff hopes alive. They were, the Canucks, officially eliminated. From playoff contention when Dallas earned a 3 2 shootout win over Vegas. So there's that. Matthew Kachuk forced overtime by scoring with a second left in the third period. 0.1 seconds, actually. If we're going to split hairs. Right. And Elias Lindholm's overtime goal secured the Flames' 5 4 victory over Nashville. Despite losing its third straight, Nashville clinched a wild card spot thanks to Dallas's shootout win over Vegas. And. You saw, I would assume, Milan Luchich after the game. Luch. Saying, i played in over a thousand games. This one tonight in Nashville was top five. It was bonkers. The stage bar
3: here, packed last night. Oh, yeah.
2: It, I don't know what kind of bar. What is this? Is, is this a sports bar? It became a sports bar last night.
3: Three big screens showing the game. I guess it becomes uh, a sports bar last night. For yeah,
2: sure. they were crawling all over each other. More than normal here at the stage bar at Gray Eagle last night. And it was flames, flames, flames. Yeah. But there's more. But wait, there's more. Austin Matthews scored his NHL-leading 59th and 60th goals of the season as the Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Detroit Red Wings 3-0. Who was it? Um, Sebastian in the Game Plus control room called called that Matthews would get his 60th last night. Yeah, he did. Texted in, called it. Too bad it's not the weekend. He would have (laughs) won something from Bet Regal. That's right. And uh, Connor McDavid had a goal and three assists as the Edmonton Oilers rolled past Pittsburgh 5-1. So, this is all somewhat mind-blowing stuff for a simpleton like me. So I go to the NHL PR website this morning, and some of the things that stuck out there, this might help simplify stuff for those uninitiated. Two more tickets to the Stanley Cup playoffs were secured as the Predators and Kings became the 14th and 15th teams to qualify. The Kings didn't even play but they clinched yeah the carolina hurricanes entered uh sorry they clinched the metropolitan division securing top spot in their division for the second straight season another first round matchup's been locked in as the oilers and kings are set to meet in the playoffs for the eighth time the first in 30 years and uh, connor mcjesus increased his lead in the art ross trophy race i mentioned the four points he's the it's the highest single season total by an Oilers skater in 31 years mess was the other one who at times has been called moose right he was the first moose out here and then austin matthews became the first u.s born skater in nhl history to score 60 goals in a single campaign as the uh, Leafs secured home ice advantage so there was a lot going on on one night you know what i'm saying that's kind of what i'm getting
3: at here. a ton yeah a ton last night and i mean that's what this is all about now we got 15 of the 16 playoff teams all locked in and i had some people at the game in dallas last night sending me videos of the shootout and what an atmosphere that was they were in playoffs at the bar guy yeah yeah i mean just packed in the building and you know that's it's been a great atmosphere the last couple of months i've been you know seeing the footage from inside that building so you know they're they're pretty much I'm gonna say they're going to clinch i mean un- unless they completely have a disaster here well you put the thing moose is running our social media right now not mark messier
2: this moose (laughs) is running our social media right now and you put the thing up about jack eichel went from missing the playoffs to missing the playoffs from buffalo to vegas and i'm like you better damn well hope they miss the playoffs i know right because they haven't officially been eliminated
3: yet but it's not going to take much no i mean it's just any combination of a single point right either way um and Dallas, I like their schedule down the stretch for the last two games here, but it could happen. But it was funny that it came up last night, and all the hockey guys are are liking it this morning. Uh, the Tim Hunters and our friends uh, that Were come they? on our show, Brent Sopel, commented on it. <laughs> the hockey guys are engaged; they think it's funny. And it's like too soon or not too soon. I'm not sure.
2: Well, they're just waiting. Everybody's just waiting to jump on Vegas. They are the most hated team in the NHL, whether you like it or not. And now, I guess people have reason to. Um, Darren Workman chiming in. He says, good morning from Salt Lake City, Utah. Wouldn't this year be a little different because of the Olympics? Starting the CFL a month earlier would not normally be as affected as this year. Yeah, it would. The spring is Stanley Cup playoff time. And the CFL is moving the season up. So, again, this is a debate we'll probably save a little more for Friday. uh, On a football Friday. But what I'm saying is, is a guy that was in the green tunnel. For 50 years. Close to. I'm starting to see what everybody else was talking about in the other markets. That's all that I'm saying. Yeah. And you get what I'm saying. Uh, Ryan McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York, says, uh, congrats to Stephen Stamkos for finally reaching 100 points in a season for the first time in his career for the four-point effort versus Columbus. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC says, question, why did Sportsnet black out the Oiler game on Sportsnet West? I don't understand as I live in BC. I don't know. Call Sportsnet. Uh, ted in red deer so you say you're leaving gray eagle what's next i know stay tuned we will yeah ted stay tuned <laughs> i'm gonna move on because i have a lot of topics to get to today uh i gotta i gotta talk about the junior because those are our biggest supporters and i guess the cfl uh players too and the fans but up in prince albert little little montreal Mikey Milne had a hat-trick and added an assist to lead the Winnipeg Ice to a 10-1 win over the Prince Albert Raiders. They're now up 3-0 on the Raiders and can sweep it tonight. My guy Zach Benson had two power play goals and two helpers. Dude, he's 16. He's having a, having a year. Might be my favorite dubster other than Connor McBedard. Elsewhere, the Red Deer Rebels down the Wheat Kings... they're up 2-1 on that series edmonton oil kings are a game away from sweeping lethbridge they beat the canes 4-1 the moose jaw warriors edge the saskatoon blades 3-2 in overtime and i see that you're wearing your blades gear so as to resuscitate your favorite junior hockey team i'm trying yeah i'm trying i almost wore my blade shirt today and thank god in our morning meeting i saw you had yours on i'm like well that would be awkward yeah so i switched and out west Western Conference, which is the other side of the planet, as far as I'm concerned. Afghanistan, really, because we don't get to see those teams. And sounds like we never, ever will. Again, the Portland Winterhawks blanked the Prince George Cougars 2-0. They're up 3-0. And the Seattle Thunderbirds topped the Kelowna Rockets 5-1 to improve to uh, 2-0 in that series. And at Whitney Forum, did they throw a moose leg on the ice last night? Good question. Can we have reports? Peanut Butter Pete, you're there. The Bombers won last night. SJHL final, they beat Estevan, what was the score? Uh, 4-3. And so that league uh, best of sevens now 2-1 in favor of Estevan. Did they throw a moose leg on the ice in Flint Fly? That's what they do up there. I
3: almost can guarantee that they did. Yeah. I can almost say, guarantee it. It's caused
2: fights. Every time they win. Baseball, George Springer hit a two-run homer to force extra innings. Raimel Tapia hit a game-ending sack fly in the 10th. And the Toronto Blue Jays beat Boston 6-5. It's the fourth right, loss in a row for it. the Red Sox. Right, keep losing, Boston. It looks good on you. Springer made it 5-5 when he homered off Jake Dirkman with uh, two outs in the ninth. NBA, Ja Morant, did you see the dunk? Scored on a uh, He scored on a layup with a second left, and the Memphis Grizzlies rallied from 11 points down in the fourth quarter to edge Minnesota, 111-109. But the highlight of the night da-da-dun, da-da-dun. <laughs> was Jamor. Bam! That was yeah. a Michael Jordan-worthy dunk, huh?
3: Yeah. Maybe better. That was Vince Carter arm in the, oh. in the hoop. It was – that was one of the all-timers, yeah. Players are the product, and uh, – that was in the grindhouse,
2: wasn't it? There was—you, I would have no reason to go to Memphis other than to go watch the Grizzlies, and I
3: want to go. Right. Well. And Graceland. Uh, how far is it from Nashville? Can a we, couple hours. We could take a day trip. Yeah, you want to get back to? Uh, I do. Music
2: City. Uh, uh, uh. He was the NBA's most improved player this year. He scored 18 in the fourth quarter and finished with 30 and had 13 rebounds and nine assists. Ja Morant. This dude is cool. He is cool. Cooler than the other side of your pillow. Hey, we're really flying through our points here. Point six, some CFL stuff. I I have a lot of notes written down. My good friend Eddie Steele takes to Twitter to tell the world that his 2015 Grey Cup ring was stolen out of his car. Uh, Did you see that, Lee? Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. He made it very clear that he had locked his glove compartment, or as the Americans say, glove box, don't ma- it doesn't matter. Don't leave your ring in your car. Period. So he takes to Twitter. It been, had been retweeted hundreds of times. And then our dude, Victor Quee, the coolest president in sports, writes him and says, DM me, Eddie, I'll uh, pay for the replacement of your ring. What? That all happened this morning.
3: First of all, the glove box is not a safety deposit box. No. Right? yeah and this shouldn't be a
2: surprise to any of you people watching but what these championship rings mean to guys um Corey banks bc lions uh had his stolen years ago from the 06 great cups interesting story left it in his car just like my guy bo here right anyways it was a big deals before twitter it was going around hey Corey Banks had his Grey Cup ring stolen. If anybody sees it, my brother was in Las Vegas at Pawn Stars, the yeah. the actual store that's the TV show. Yeah. Lo and behold, it's in there. My brother takes a picture. It's under a glass case. Yeah. Takes a picture, sends it to me. He goes, "This is a Grey Cup ring. It says Banks on it. BC Lions. I think I found the ring. I'll get a hold of them. Did." Da, 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 da. they had to produce the police report from the time da, da, da. Yeah. we got him his ring back wow and then i saw him at the gray cup it was like three years after that later and paul mccallum goes this, "Corey, this is the guy that got your ring back he came up and like cracked my back yeah hugged me so hard yeah and I'm like, well that wasn't really me it was my brother but like anything i'm the connector to all yeah when we come back we're going to talk about these uh cfl drive to survive series that are coming out that's got everybody goo-goo-goo-ga. CFLPA's got a movement going, but probably who's kidding who? A heck of a lot of NHL Stanley Cup playoff stuff, because that's what all anybody wants to talk about. You're watching the RP Show today on YouTube live streaming and, of course, 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
4: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: Okay, we are back. Gray Eagle Resorting Casino. Hopefully, that snow will be gone today, Moose. I think it's supposed to get up to about plus 12. It is episode number 744 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show, the RP Show. And we continue here on the warm-up. On the way, both our guests of the program today are coming up in Hour 2. Calgary Flames radio analyst Peter Labardius and TSN Edmonton reporter Ryan Rishog. And I'll say it again, Ryan Rashog is the most level-headed of the Edmonton media as far as I'm concerned, and he's also the guy that knows the most. And when I was summarily trounced from my scoop of Ken Holland becoming the next uh, GM of the Edmonton Oilers, remember that? I still have the screenshots of all the headlines. <laughs> uh, Peterson Report, erroneous. Ken Holland to be GM of the Oilers. Like, it was from everywhere. The only guy to apologize was Rishak. Which tells me how big of a person he is. Right. So, Rishi, as some call him, or Shager. We'll be with us an hour or two. The story of the moose leg going onto the ice in Flin Flon really seems to have got people uh, giddy-upped today. Yeah. Uh, BW watching in Edmonton says, is there a video of the moose leg on the ice in Flin Flon? Like the octopus in Detroit? I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, Tony Cernick, one of our viewers, writes in from the Energy City. He says, the moose leg was on the ice after the game. Bruins player Valentino tried to steal it, but the Bombers hunted it down. Series is on. Listen, people love the uh, junior hockey stories, man. Your guy, Bryce Toma, started a brouhaha when Weyburn played flin-flon
3: in the final a number of years ago. He stole the, uh, the uh, moose leg. Well, everybody tries to do that. It's unbelievable. That Tell is the people! one of the greatest places to watch junior hockey. I mean, you look... Have you been there? Of course. You, i have not you, we need to and i know you don't want to go for the drive no. but like it's worth it because you look up and you see reg leach and you see bobby clark and up in the rafters with their banners and then the big bobby clark mural next to the queen on the big wall and then they got the drum going they've got that going visiting teams i mean there's stories i mean they used to rock the bus outside the whitney forum and not let the visiting teams leave like Wild, but they love their hockey up there, and it's a wonderful place. Uh, Yeah, and actually, if you go to our Instagram story at
2: the Rod Peterson Show, we have photos from the Whitney Forum last night. My guy, Pete the Greek, sent them to me, and I'm looking at those banners. There's more banners in that rink than I thought. My dad, who scouted 26 years in the National Hockey League with the Dallas Stars, went up there one time. I don't remember why. Probably scouting. Duh. And he called me. And he's like, oh, Rod, Rodzo, he called me. Rods, Rods, you got to get up here and see this place. I'm like, yeah, Dad, let's take some photos. I don't need to get there that bad. But a few years ago, we were going to go for the league final. We were broadcasting, and Moose and I, and they said, how are you going to get to Flin Flon? I said, by plane or not at all. And they found us a plane. But as it turned out, Flin Flon didn't advance. So anyways, yeah, that moose on the ice, the leg, is very legendary but i was looking at those photos and again you're not old enough i don't know where lee went our guy lee he was around he's old enough to remember yeah i saw a banner in the rafters in the photos in flin Flon of gary gary hart and i believe he was a Flint, uh, philadelphia flyers great but i always got him confused with was it jerry hart or gary hart was the u.s politician that got on all that trouble lee, and was photographed in the bahamas with his girlfriend in his lap when he was running for president It was Gary? Okay, so Jerry Hart played for
3: Flynn Flan. (laughs) Unless the politician was a hockey player. I don't know. And then Rob Hart's the play-by-play guy. Booger. (laughs) So (laughs) Keep everybody straight. Booger. Why do they call you Booger? I don't know. (laughs) What movie? Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. It was just on the other day in my hotel room. So the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision
2: Center is who would win a playoff series between the Calgary Flames and the Nashville Predators? Because uh, I don't think that's been officially clinched yet. You've been watching from the start of the show. I'm terrible at math. And this is the sucky time of year. The last week of the regular season in any league. Math gives me a migraine. Yeah. But it looks like it's going to be Flames and Predators. And the last that I looked, over 70% of respondents are saying the Flames would win this series. And actually, the text line is open at 902-518-3033. It's open for business, the text line. And Jeff Krieger writes in from the Energy City. And he says, if the Flames and Predators happen, just watch out for number 84 to run wild on the Flames. That is. What do you know, Tanner Janot, the pride of Oxbow, Saskatchewan. There's going to be a lot of, and former Moose Jaw Warrior, there's going to be a lot of people cheering for Nashville on that series if you're not already a Flames fan because of Tanner Janot, He plays the game the right way. Very honest, hard-nosed player. He can score. But who's kidding you? The majority of our viewers are going to be picking a Flames win, but I think it'll be a long
3: series. They have been already. I think it's going to be a tough series, a really tough series. They're going to, they're going to you know knock each other around and – you know, I think the Predators have a lot of fans. You know, you mentioned Tanner Janot you know, for folks, you know, you know, in our neck of the woods. But they're a popular team. Great atmosphere. You and I have both been there. Great building. Great fans. So now, good goaltending. Roman Yossi, we saw his rocket last night. Matt Duchene. we kind of, has had a great year. It'll be good series. You know what? <clears throat> Pardon me. I think we're going to see a lot of this in the playoffs. But a few things were
2: dawning on me last night. He and I watched the first two periods here at the stage bar, and then we retired to our rooms for the third. Did you actually watch it in mm-hmm. the third? You notice how much the broadcasters were saying how, how great the game was, right? Yeah. And then Lou came out after and said, the goals, the hits, the fights, top five games of my career. Just so you know, they all used to be like that every game. They're just more special now because right. they're so rare. But I think in the playoffs, they might end up, being that way and this if you want to know why the flames are winning why they clinched the pacific division it's because of daryl sutter hockey and i'm that's what you saw last night yeah lou cheech steamrolling people and it's like we'll take the penalty because we think we can kill it and it's going to scare the hell out of you right as that's the whole that's the whole idea just so you know and he won two stanley cups with that had great success in chicago and took him to the Stanley Cup final. That's Sutter, that's Daryl Sutter hockey. It's basically Sutter hockey, but specifically Daryl Sutter hockey. It's hard
3: to stand up to. It is, you know, and especially when you don't see as much of that anymore. Guys aren't used to doing it as much. It'll open up some room for the guys out there. You talk about, you know, not wanting to get into a physical game. Well, then all of a sudden, you've got an extra half second because the opposition's a little tentative going into the corner.
2: And it works. Maybe until you get to the Stanley Cup final. Um, I've got the Florida Panthers going to the Stanley Cup final. I've been on that train since day one of the preseason. They've said that they're happy that I'm coming back for the playoffs, which as am I. And when I saw them play the Flames in uh, early January in Florida, they tried to play Daryl Sutter hockey and lost 6-2. Because the Panthers are like, homie, don't play that game. We're going to make you pay on the power play. And they did. Yeah. But the Flames have been a different team since then, and um, well, I told you Serena's dad, Phil, has picked a Tampa Bay-Calgary Stanley Cup final rematch of 2004. Could this city
0: handle it, Lee?
2: Oh, yeah. he says yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what they're waiting on. And a word on the orders before I switch over to the as-promised CFL stuff. It's interesting. Again, if you've been watching this show from the start today, I said I've spent almost a half century in the province next door. I didn't really get it until now. And you can just translate. Sports fans are sports fans. They just wear different colors. Where in Saskatchewan. It's all riders all the day, all time, all the time. Here it's all hockey all the time. But it depends on which allegiance you have. Orders, flames. Right. But now the orders have come off the mat. They've pulled a Hulk Hogan, right? They- Leg on the bottom rope. Yeah. They're back. Are they really back? Because in Edmonton, they believe that they're really back. And I'm not saying they're not. But then you got Gregor here yesterday. Jason Gregor, the uh, Edmonton radio host, going, nah, I don't think the Oilers will have much trouble with L.A. We're here. We're here already? You... Like my favorite wrestler, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorf. Do you remember him, Lee? Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful. He used to defeat his opponents and then wipe his sweat off and throw it on him. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it! Classy. Sorry, classy. You couldn't do
3: that in COVID times. My God, they'd draw and quarter him. They'd hang him in the public square. Six guys with hazmat suits would come and tackle him <laughs> to the ground. They would hang him in the middle
4: of town square.
3: Uh, anyways,
2: that's what the order fans. They go from down and out to nobody can touch us. There's no...
3: In between, with a lot of there's not. The thing is, is you got to be aware that because you know you've been in both places, you can go to both places in a hurry. So <laughs> Mike Smith has been playing pretty well. They've gotten gotten good goaltending over the last number of games, and they could have great goaltending and go on a run. But the old goaltending could show up too at any moment. But oh yeah, and will and, and will well, and will. But this isn't just a two-week trend. This is a 40-game trend for the Oilers where they've been a top-five team in the NHL over 40 games. So, this team is extremely capable of going on a run this spring. The Oilers? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Well, in that NHL game notes thing, which I don't read every day, but I should, it's called the morning skate. Do you have the login info for that? Like, if you're a hockey nerd like me, you'll really love it. And, um, they said Mike Smith has tied I think a Jacques Plante for the most wins in a row for oldest goalie I, f- I forgot that Mike Smith hit 40 Right, Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40 the Oilers goalie and he's tied one more win here and he'll be the, he'll hold the record wow. is, that, is that a record that is that something you'd
3: be interested consecutive in? consecutive wins by a goalie so, over 40? Yeah. yes D- sure yeah, I'd be into that We're talking Jacques
2: Plante, okay? This is what the Oilers are pitting their hopes on. Most guys his age are playing rec hockey and having a couple of beers after the game. This guy's, they're hoping to win a Stanley Cup. Okay.
3: Good. Does not matter if he's being pieced together by band-aids and ben elastic Gay. bands ben and, Gay. <laughs> and Ben Gay? Exactly. You know, as long as it holds together for two months, okay? Then it can all fall apart. Pop-sci- popsicle sticks. Two months. That's it.
2: Um, from Northside YEG in Edmonton says, one thing I absolutely love is how the Winnipeg Jets are not in the playoffs. I don't enjoy that. Good people over there. But as I was meaning to say to the Winnipeg people, and I would say it now, at least you have the Bombers. Right? You Still got a winning team. From Tacona, Pauly, LOL. Rod hopped on my Panther train in September. Yeah, and that's the thing. They're not my favorite team. The Vegas Golden Knights are. But I got to tell you, with the way that they treat me, which it doesn't take a lot, to get on my good side. They treat me so good. You've seen the videos from down there. It's unbelievable. Yeah. They give me a fast pass to everywhere I want to go. The Florida Panthers. How could you not like that? Yeah. Vegas was pretty good to me, too, and the Flames are no slouch. We are going to take a timeout. When we come back, we're going to get into this CFL stuff. You've been waiting for it for at least one segment, maybe two. On the way, Peter Labardius and Ryan Rashog. You are watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on YouTube Live today. And, uh, of course, if you missed any of the program, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
4: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
2: It is Grey Eagle Resorting Casino. By the way, the Beach Boys catch the West Coast beach vibes with one of the most influential rock and roll bands of all time. The Beach Boys dance and sing along to the best hits of the iconic band for one night only, July 28th at Grey Eagle Event Center. You just saw it. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.ca. A sports update. The Saskatchewan Rattlers of the Canadian Elite Basketball League announced Wednesday they have signed Oak Park native guard Scotty Lindsay for the 2022 CEBL season. He played with NCAA Division I Northwestern University, started his pro career in 2018 with the NBA G League's Grand Rapids Drive. There are five games in the NHL tonight featuring two Canadian teams already eliminated from postseason contention. The Montreal Canadiens pay a visit to the Rangers. At the same time, the Winnipeg Jets host Philadelphia. And as I say, don't worry, Winnipeg, at least you have the Bombers. And the Washington Capitals are listing Alex Ovechkin as day-to-day with an upper body injury, but there's legitimate concern about the longtime captain's health moving forward. He appeared to hurt his shoulder when he slammed into the boards in Sunday's game against Toronto. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tab Brewhouse and Drive-Thru Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. Just on the Jets thing, um, one of our P1s, Pink's, writes in and says they have the Winnipeg ice as well they could have a better playoff showing than the Jets they've already had a better playoff showing than the Jets they made the playoffs and they're up 3-0 from John Massey Oilers fan he says Smitty will sweep the Kings and score an empty netter to clinch the series you saw the pass he put on McJesus' stick in San Jose in overtime Mm it was pretty good can we just go one day at a time and stop with a bravado? People are getting real. What's going on? People are into the devil's juice this morning. Like Jack Fulton, you know, Jack. <laughs> yeah, he was here at Gray Eagle yesterday. He's watching in Vulcan, Alberta. He says, flames and Stampeders, is 2022 Stanley Cup and Gray Cup champions. Calgary is the new city of champions. <laughs> Uh, somebody wrote here about Winnipeg being the City of Champions. And quite frankly, the Jets got to make the playoffs for that to happen. I'm no. Yeah, here it is. North Northside Y-E-G in Edmonton. He says, you all got a team that wins championships in the C-F-L. You can't win everything. Well, you... One of the saddest days of my life was when Edmonton took down the City of Champions sign. And, and, and it's still not there, eh, Lee? It's still gone. You Leave can't... that sucker up forever.
3: You can't be the City of Champions, though, unless you have multiple championship teams. And not... The Blue Bombers were winning multiple championships, but multiple different franchises in different sports, like the Oilers, the Eskimos at the time, right? You know, the Golden Bears were winning everything. Tampa Bay. Right. Tampa Bay could be the Stingers, city. Singers, yeah. Could be a city of champions right now. You know, if the Ice win the Western League title this year, then maybe Winnipeg could talk. They might be on their way, but you'll need the Jets to do something to really be a city I'm of sure, champions. I'm
2: sure, listen, you people. From Edmonton. Tell me, was there a debate at city council to take that off the... When you welcome to Edmonton sign? Because I... Because here's why I have a problem with that. And we had Victor Qui on the show talking about it. The president of the Elks. He didn't like it coming down either. Because little kids. Even people your age. And younger. Yeah. Drive by that sign. Dad. Why does it say city of champions? <clears throat> because son... The Eskimos won five Grey Cups in a row in the early 80s. And the Oilers won five Stanley Cups. Oh. It's never changed. You can't take that away. No, Why can't. would you take that down? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Anyways, we're, we got to move on. On the CFL thing couple things. There's not a whole lot going on. We're, uh, by my math, 19 days till the start of training camp. I wake up this morning, open my cellular phone, and I have a tweet tagged in it from the CFL Players Association. They tag me, you, Producer Clark, our show, CFL on Reddit, and the news uh, account CFL Headlines. And they said, let's get it going. Post a selfie of you and your favorite CFL PA member and so i got it going i put my favorite player on there me and cody fajardo you had a photo that you couldn't find with bola combo well, he's with bc now right yeah. and some fans are starting to get it going i'm sure they wish it was more of a brush fire than it is on twitter but it is what it is uh so there's that listen i'll say it right now go to my twitter feed or the cfl players association and follow the train and put your photo up of you and your favorite cfl player but i don't think the fans really realize that a Players Association Union member is actually a player. They don't get this stuff. Right. It's like you said the other day. Fans don't care who the president
3: is of the team. They don't care who the owner is of the team. They don't. Fan don't care. Fans don't, don't know. know. They don't know who the president is of the team. They don't no. know who yeah. the owner is of the team. You know, when I was growing up watching sports, and, and I was a diehard die sports fan. I watched sports Center every day. Until I got into this business, I didn't know who presidents and owners were of the team, and I didn't care. Yeah, they don't care. No. So that, and that's, they care who the quarterback is.
2: I was thinking about this today as I was shampooing my hair with Tough Tribe for men. That's why it looks so good. The fans don't care, but they should care, because that's who's making all the decisions. That's who's running the team. If they actually knew, I think they should care, but they don't, because they don't know. Right. That's, yeah. that's the difference. Um from our from our viewers from Jax watching on YouTube. He says, Rod, you practically counted the orders out a month and a half ago. Let us fans have our excitement. No, Jax, I did count the orders out a month and a half ago. But the thing is, I went right up to the orders on Saturday night in Red Deer and I said, I counted you out a month and a half ago, so keep going, you guys. Way to go. Obviously, Jax, you weren't watching on Monday where I said the relief. It was emanating off the Oilers people like a, like a mist, like a steam. Yeah. They were so relieved to have clinched a playoff spot. And they laughed and said, ah, relax for a week. Because you never can get settled. The second that you get comfortable, you're done. That's right. So, no, the orders I counted them out. Let's see how far they go. And you guys have as much fun as you want. I'm just, you better hope the team doesn't get ahead of themselves like the fans and media are. Yeah. And that's the coach's job, and that is the—in uh, both cities, Calgary and Edmonton, probably any team, it's the coach's job. By the way, you see the Oilers and Flames jerseys behind Moose. I picked those up. We're trying to decide which one to display more prominently, and I feel like the
3: team that won the night before will go higher in the— what do you Right. Think? So— They both won last night. Right. But you've got the Flames in front, but the Oilers is higher. So what is—yeah, it's— <laughs> we're, I don't know. we're pretty good at dancing that dance you know and no it's fun you know and, and my gosh 30 years we deserve a battle of Alberta like hockey fans not just in this province but in the world there'll be blood in the streets deserve it
2: one more before we break Darren Workman says good team presidents and owners don't want the fans to know who they are the team should be the attraction Bingo! I disagree No. Good team presidents and owners want the team to win first. And then we'll worry about who gets the credit, who's public. The focus should be on winning. That's all. And then we go from there. And giving your people the resources to win. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show live on, uh, well, not today, Game Plus Television. Live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. The place to be. The master of redneck comedy, by the way, coming here. Jeff Foxworthy, Saturday, May 28th. Actor, writer, producer, and former host of Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Jeff Foxworthy's hilarious show can't be missed. Tickets available at ticketmaster.ca. I would love to be here because I love Jeff Foxworthy moose. However, we'll be in Esteban for the Centennial Cup, right, Lou? Yeah. will be. He'll, they'll be on the playoff road. Peter Labardius is in for the next couple of segments and not a moment too soon, Lou. I got to be honest, because look at these comments, Moose. It's Taco Time viewer takeover right now. Yeah. Taco Time with over 120 locations across Canada. There's always one near you. 14 in this town alone. It's a Taco Time Mecca. So from the viewers, uh, Randy from Winnipeg writes in, he says, will Ekblad in Florida and Landeskog in Colorado be ready for the playoffs? Um, I don't know, and you're probably not going to... Now's the time that you don't find out. Right. It's like we said with Ovechkin. He's day-to-day, the Capitals are saying. They're not telling anybody. From Jennifer at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, the home of the Greek freak, she says Colorado should be worried. The last two games, Kemper hasn't looked too good.
3: Should they be worried? I wouldn't be in Colorado. I mean, you're concerned when your team does isn't dominant like they had been all year. But this is still a really, really good group. And, and Darcy Kemper is showing he can play with the best. Jeff Kabilis in
2: Winnipeg watching. He says, I'm heading to the Jets game tonight. Go Flyers, LOL. Tank for <laughs> suck for right. Is there a campaign for Shane Wright? Get the, is,
3: what, what is it? Is there a, is our
2: phrase? No. no. You know what I mean? Tank for Hank. Yeah, right. <laughs>
3: lose for Cruz, right there's no suck for right can we come up with one by the end of the show i'll work on that
2: maybe Maybe he won't even go first lou said oh that's what i said you are in for a special treat when the original greek freak peter labardius joins you got a nickname in that fraternity just lou i was listening i'll wait till uh, lou comes on next hour to tell him this on Saturday night, when I was coming home from Red Deer, this man was in fine form. Young. From Northside YEG in Edmonton, he says One question I have is Would the Orders be doing this with Dave Tippett? Was it the coaching that changed the season? Or was it Evander Kane being added? Better goaltending? Does it really matter now? No,
3: as long as they keep winning yeah right it's probably a combination of everything right the coaching change new voice in the room kind of changes things a little bit you add some pieces they've gotten a lot better the whole group has obviously so but it really doesn't matter as long as they keep winning it doesn't matter
2: can't you just see george Anito <laughs> saying that it doesn't matter <laughs> he's good he's good he's very good Um, Ted in Red You love the Greek impressions, don't you? He's good. He's good. From Ted in Red Deer. The Flames will need Markstrom to do a Jonathan Quick impersonation to advance in the playoffs. He says, I think he's capable. That's why they got him. And that is the Flames ace in the hole as far as I'm concerned. It's the Oilers' Achilles' heel as far as I'm concerned. And I am concerned about those Florida Panthers. I mean, I don't... I haven't been as close to the scene because I've been here for a month and will be here for a little while longer. But when I get to Florida, I'll have a little more information on what's going on there. Not necessarily on Actblad, but they don't even know who they're going to start in goal going into the playoffs, the Florida Panthers. That would be a little bit of a concern to me. Yeah. Tampa Bay
3: knows. Right. What do you say? If you have two goalies, you, you don't, don't have, have one, one? Is that the case? They
2: can both play. Uh, I got to think about it. I, when they say you have, if you have two quarterbacks, you
3: don't have one. Right. I don't go along with that. Goalies. When Bob. Again, we'll put it to Lou, the man with all the answers. When Bob's on, I mean, they're very good. But when he's not on, they have Spencer Knight who can come off the bench and win games. So I, that's a good spot to be in, isn't it? Moose, I told you to remind <laughs> me about the drive to survive thing. Show's not over
2: for you it is no. okay pretty much i know all all these cfl teams are coming out with their own behind the scenes shows and if you go and look at the follow the cfl on instagram you will see a clip of chris jones dropping a mother f- <laughs> in the clip have you seen it yes you sent uh, it to me yeah it's right i sent it to you chris jones so people are saying why are the teams individually doing these behind the scenes drive to survive st- type things? Why is there no support from the league nor the broadcaster TSN? Who knows who cares, it doesn't matter. The good news is they are. And I said to Moose, you know we got to do our own drive to survive series. Lee, you got to play yourself. No acting. It's Can you imagine him? I c- yeah, I can. <laughs> it right. would be great. We've had so many moments just this week. Last night in the buffet, Alexander, the server, dropped dumped, dumped Diet Coke all over me. <laughs> Yo, yeah. And, and Moose is like, we should be filming this. And I'm like, and I said to Oleks, don't worry, Oleks. It's water resistant. Under Armour sweats. You're good. He turned redder than that Flames jersey, the poor I guy. Know. And then the other night in Boston Pizza, the server comes up to this guy. Anybody ever tell you you look like Jason Sudeikis? We live in a casino. Only every other day, honey. <laughs> and I felt like saying, can you re- say that again? And, but I'm f- filming this time, but I thought it would be too creepy. What a great show that would be. I'd watch it.
3: Let's get on that. Wait league. a minute. I'm living it. You are living it every day. <laughs> Peter Lobardius
2: and Ryan Rashog. next hour. Stick around, everybody, after this break on YouTube and uh, normally Game Plus TV.
4: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.